So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back for What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpin, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Ooh, I came on there sounding real suave, real dark storm. Like, okay. Like, all right. Like, that's the energy that I want to move on on this Monday. Like, good morning, everybody. I hope that your Monday is prosperous. I hope you're having a great day at work. I hope that the coffee is hot, the traffic is low, and the vibes are at an all-time high. You feel me? Also, I don't know who needs to hear this, but what the fuck is going on with my Instagram? Like, like y'all not, what's going on? Y'all not fucking with me no more? Y'all not sharing my shit? Y'all not watching my stuff no more? Like, what's going on, man? Talk to me. You know, and I say talk to me in a sense of, if you want to hear something, or you want me to talk about something that I haven't talked about before, or just to reiterate or go back to it, let me know. I'm real open when it comes down to that. But... Let's get into today's episode. So we've been talking all about love, relationships, happiness, X, Y, and Z. A lot of external love been going on throughout this season. And I say that with this. We talked about situationships. We've talked about past loves. We've talked about different phases of loves. Hell, we've talked about suicide. But the one thing that I haven't talked about, and I think... The reason why I kind of didn't want to talk about this is because I just, it's one of those hard topics to admit to yourself. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to admit that to themselves. And what I mean when I say what I'm admitting is that, hi, my name is Demetrius Thickpen and I'm a people pleaser. A people please. And I don't know where it came from. You know, is it the middle child syndrome? You know, is it growing up, you know, father ain't in the house. So you feel like that, you know, you got to be able to step up, you know, burden the load. Your happiness ain't as important as the house's happiness. Maybe it's my leadership style, you know, where I believe that my Marines, they, they come first. the organization. It comes first. The mission, it comes first. Maybe it's that I just have a tendency to love others more than I love myself. And that's weird, ain't it? To love somebody more than you love yourself. Damn. Now, for those who don't know what people pleasing is, it's in the title. Like, you please people. And it's more almost like a subservient behavior where you believe that by being overly nice and putting others first. And there's nothing. And I, and I want to stop real quick because there's nothing wrong with putting others first. But... There's a difference between putting others first in a generosity faction, like where, you know, I, I'm doing this because, you know, one, it benefits you and it makes me happy. But people pleasing is that I'm doing it because I know that if I make you happy, then I, I'm accepted, that I know that you will be nice to me, that I know that I could be in the end circle. 
that I know that I could get, I can move forward with that. And you probably experience a portion in your life where you were dealing with like this toxic personality, like a real narcissistic person. And that was in a way how you survived the relationship, how you survived the interaction. And I talk about survival a lot because People pleasing falls under the fawning category. And for those who don't know what fawning is, it's a part of like your trauma responses. And for those who don't know what your trauma responses are, don't know what your trauma responses are, it's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So first we have fight. Now imagine you're in the woods. You know, or there it is right there. Imagine you're confronting a bully. They say something to you, you say something to them, they stand up, you know what you got, so you go ahead, you knock them out. That's fight. Flee. You you ain't going to be able to, you, I, I can't fight this guy. So you get out of there. Freeze. You pause. And you think, maybe he just trying to test me. Maybe if I just stand my ground, hold on. But essentially you're freezing. You're not acting. There's no action. And then you have fun. That if I kill him with kindness, if I'm nice, if I be his friend, if I do these things for him, maybe he will accept me. And a lot of times fawners, we, we, we pick this habit up because in a way that was how we've learned to survive. You know, we were the helper as children. You know, we were, you know, the funny one, even on the bad days, we always tried to make seem like we were the funnier ones. You know, we were the happier ones, you know, Friends are down, but the thing is, is that I'm down too, but my happiness doesn't kind of matter. So I really wanted to dedicate this episode to the people pleaser. And I bring that up because one of the most disrespectful things that I've ever done was when I agreed to do something that I didn't want to do. I found myself doing things for people that I didn't want to do, hanging out with people that I didn't want to hang out, found myself in situations that deep down I just didn't want to be in. And it always had a tendency to bite me in the ass. Like, I knew in my core I didn't want to do it. But because I went against everything that I wanted, now here I am stuck in this situation. And I always end up having a bad time. So let's go down the list and, you know, get into this people pleasing. All right. So the first one is going out your way to accommodate others. Now, who's. Who's been in that situation before? And you go ahead. You probably in the car by yourself. You in a safe place. I promise you. You can go ahead and just say it. But who's went out their way to accommodate somebody before? You know, you probably cleaned up something because somebody was coming to your house and you didn't want them to say anything bad about you. Or you've dressed a certain way. So that way, you know, you fit the persona of what somebody else did. Or my favorite, you said that you didn't want something. But deep down, you did want it. And instead, you allowed them to do it. Maybe, for example, you're in the, there's, you have a soda in the refrigerator. There it is. And they go up to it and they say, like, hey, man, whose soda is this? You know that's yours. You know you were going to drink that. But instead of drinking it, you said, oh, man, like, you can have it. You want it? You can have it. You fucking people pleaser. Next is... Staying silent when you have a problem or an issue. And I'm guilty of this right here. I'm notorious for being a pressure cooker. When I have a problem, I don't normally say something. I normally just don't say something. 
you know, I let it just, you know, I'm like a duck. Like I let the water go down my back. Oh, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's okay. And the reality is that it's not okay. The reality is that you're bothering me. The reality is that you're irritating me. The reality is that you're subtly pissing me off. But I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want people to think that I'm losing it. I don't want to I don't want to fuck up the relationship. And what I end up doing is is that I just I bottle it up. I bottle it up. Ah, don't worry about it. Ah, no worries. Ah, it's okay. Ah, man, I wasn't thinking about that. No. I didn't want that. But the problem when you do that, when you don't learn to voice your problems or issues and you constantly bottle it up, guess what happens? You end up exploding. And it may not even be on the person that did you wrong. You may explode accidentally on one of your kids, on your spouse, on a friend, or just somebody does just hell happen to cross your path and some minute thing that they did just caused you to finally explode. Damn, man, I fucking hate it. Next, doing what's best for everyone else but yourself. Everyone else's happiness comes before you. And you've probably learned that. You know, you probably grew up in a single parent household where you've had to help out. And despite what you wanted, you had younger siblings. And over time, that ended up eroding. And then you just ended up joining, like, I don't know, organization. And you've always just put others first. But the problem is, is that when you tend to put others first, you are always going to be last. And when it's you, you know what I mean? Like when you're the main character in the story, I don't think that you're supposed to come last. And I'm not saying, no, I am saying be a little selfish when it comes down to your mental health. But the problem is, is that we think of selfish as such a bad thing. And when we, and because we think of selfishness as such a bad thing, we want to, you know, put others first. We want to make others happy, but we end up suffering. And just like what I mentioned earlier, when you go home at the end of the day, after harboring so, so many ill feelings, let me rephrase, not ill feelings, repressed feelings, you feel exhausted. When everyone else is happy and you're the one that's not, you, you, feel, you feel exhausted, you feel drained, you feel used, you, you've disrespected yourself. I bring that up because you're not going to be able to please everyone. But the one person that you are going to be able to please, the one person that you can't make happy, even if you can't make no one else happy, you're going to make yourself happy. So at some point, like you got to take a step back and just say, like, look, man, like this may not be what you want, but this is definitely what I want. A good example of this. Is when I joined the military. Do you know how many people taught me out of this? And I think this is the first time I ever really like stood up for myself. You know what I mean? Is my mom cried. My siblings cried. My aunts cried. Everybody taught me out of this. You know what I mean? And you know how happy it would have it would have made them back then if I would have just said like, nah, I don't want to join. I think I'm going to just, you know, stay in Michigan and work a nine to five or whatever the fuck. They would have been happy. But it would have been at the cost of my dream. It would have been at the cost of my happiness. Look how it turned out. Maybe you're in a relationship 
and you so busy compromising because you think that the relationship is 50-50 and you think that they're going to compromise for you. But the problem is, is that that 50-50 relationship turned to a 60-40. Let me rephrase that because it actually turned to a 70-30. No, it didn't. It turned into an 80-20. Now it's back to a 90-10. And everything that you were, you're not anymore because you were trying to make someone else happy. And that's not the vibe. Next. People pleasers, we we have a tendency to take the blame. We have the tendency to take the blame for shit we have not done. You know what I mean? And I do a small scale and I take a large scale. You know, like somebody bumps into you. You the one that's saying, oh, my bad. I didn't bump into you. You bumped into me. You know what I mean? Like you did. You you bumped into me. On a larger scale, you're taking you're taking the fall for something that you did not do. You're you're somebody else's irresponsibilities, poor decisions have caused both of y'all to fall into a certain situation. But rather than them take a responsibility for it, you're saying, oh, my bad, man. Y'all late to an event, but you're saying to yourself, damn, I should have got here earlier. No, they should have gotten ready at the time that you said. They're having a bad day. You're apologizing for them having a bad day. That day has nothing to do with you. You, you The problem, and, and I bring this up because it's kind of frustrating for myself because I've been in this situation. Apologizing for shit I had no business doing. And naturally, we have a tendency to automatically apologize I take that back. People pleasers have a a tendency to automatically apologize. We want to make people happy. We're like a fucking therapy dog. But the thing is, is and let me rephrase, it's not the thing is, the reality is, is that that hole that they dug, that's their hole. And this may seem like I'm pointing the finger, but the reality is, is that sometimes you got to fucking give them the blame that they fucking have created. It's not your fault that they fucked up. It's theirs. Another another trait of a people pleaser is allowing people who have not taken accountability for their actions back in our lives. We did the due diligence. We cut them off. We removed them out of our lives. But, you know, time passed and, you know, here they are back. And we say things like this. Oh, they've changed. Oh, it's going to get better now. Oh, they know where I stand on this. And then they end up doing the exact same thing. And guess what we don't do? We don't hold them accountable. You know, we want to bring them back in our lives because, you know, it makes them happy. But no, that's not how it is. I will say this. I will say this one right here. This is what I I don't do. I I don't do this. I'm a people pleaser. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm a notorious fawner. But if you do some wild shit with me and I'm not feeling it, you see what I'm saying? Like, you crossed me. You hurt me. Hey, man, I got to get you out of here. And I'm lying. Because even though I cut you off, I don't hold grudges. I forgive. And I allow you back into my life. And guess what you end up doing? The exact same thing that you said. And I say that this stems from my relationship with my father who said time and time again that he would get himself sober just to get drunk again. And just like when I was eight, just like when I was 11, 
Just like when I was 13, 15, I always allowed them back in my life. This was definitely not the episode I was supposed to do. <laughs> Let's move into the next trait. Another trait that people pleasers have is letting it go all the time. And you've and just to go back, like we have this tendency, no worries. Oh, it's not it's not that big of a deal. Oh, it's okay. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. Ah, oh, shit happens. We let it go. And I talked about the pressure cooker earlier, but mountains and anthills. One is the mother of a hundred. When we constantly are letting things go, each time we let something go, and I'm not saying like every time something happens, you need to fly off the handle and nip it in the bud. But when you don't have clear boundaries and it's just, you're like a fucking one-way street of just bullshit. The thing is, is that people tend to treat you exactly like that. When I got bullied when I was younger, I remember how that started. It was little shit. You see what I'm saying? It was like little shit. And I would just let it go. Oops, he bumped into me. That's not that big of a deal. Knocked a pencil off. That's not that big of a deal. Uh, He made a joke. That's not that big of a deal. Oh, he pushed me. Jesus Christ. Now I got a full-on bully. Like, what the hell? And hills into mountains. Things always start off small before they become big. Ain't nothing like, just like they say that there's no such thing as an overnight success. There's no such thing as an overnight disaster. It's the little things that led up to it. And us as people pleasers, see, we try to like win everybody on, you know, on our sides. But, you know, we tend to like let shit go too much. And when you constantly are letting shit go, you're just setting yourself up to be dealing. You're not you're not putting it off to the side. You're not avoiding it. You're going to have to deal with a bigger problem later. Lastly. One trait, another trait that people pleasers have is that we don't we do we have a tendency not to communicate our emotions out of fear, you know. And when I say out of fear, we're afraid that if I tell you how I feel about a certain situation, it's going to cause you to leave. If I tell you how I feel about a certain situation, it might change the dynamic of the friendship. If I tell you how I feel, I might hurt your feelings. Whole time, my feelings are constantly getting hurt. Whole time, the, the relationship has changed. The dynamics have changed. It's not a 50-50 anymore. I tend to give more than what you're actually giving. And we do this because, you know, we don't want to lose you. But at the expense of us losing ourselves. One thing that I've learned is that the relationship gets worse when you don't learn to communicate. The problem tends to get worse when you don't communicate. Despite popular belief, nobody can read your mind, you know, and despite popular belief, we, although we say communication is key, we tend to not communicate. You know, we always go with the ignorance is bliss and that's what everybody says. And they are quick to say things like, well, why didn't you tell me you didn't like that? Why you didn't tell me you thought that? Why didn't you tell me? And we can't say, well, if I told you this, then I thought it's because I, I thought that you were going to leave. So I'll tell you this, communicate what's on your mind, because if you don't, that thought's not going to vanish. No, it's going to sit with you on your lunch break, on your ride home, as you lay in bed. And then when you see that person again, 
And if you're worried about the relationship changing, understand this. The more feelings that you tend to har- harbor because you're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings, oh, they're going to come out. Because just like how that anthill turned into that mountain and just how that pressure cooker exploded, those feelings are going to come out. As we sit back and we talk about love this month, one thing that I need us to understand is that it does not matter how much love we give. If we don't learn to love ourselves, if we don't learn to create healthy boundaries, if we don't learn to respect ourselves, hell, if we just don't learn to be a little bit selfish with ourselves, why the fuck are we even trying to love somebody else? People pleasing comes from an insecurity within us. And it's with that security that you have, that you find within yourself That's how you can have a healthy bond with somebody else. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.